Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. Another edition of Talk of the Town here on KTOE. It's Lisa Kay back once again behind the microphone. And uh, another familiar voice uh, joining me on, we'll call it Mike 3 today, Dan Zilski from the Makado 51st Annual Traditional Powwow, the Wachipi, that is getting ready to start Today, I know that this is airing uh, on the very first day, and uh, Dan, how's the park looking? Are you, the rain? I know we had some rain this afternoon. Uh, yes, everything is, uh, the rain got soaked up right away, and, and we're filling up very fast. So. Ready to go. I had the superintendent in here earlier of District 77, and he said he was very excited, um, although they did move the kids and the education portion of this that the powwow puts on inside to help with all of the sixth graders in the district that are, are getting some education today. So thanks for doing that and being accommodating and still making sure that our kids are learning. Mm, thank you. Well, we are all about the learning. And so you brought a guest in today and we have Colin. We saw in with us, Colin, you're fresh off the road. Uh, and Colin, you have been, how many, how many of the Mankato powwows have you been to? This, I don't know how many, but I, it goes back to the 90s, early 90s okay. when I joined on. And one of the reasons that you're here today, driving in all the way from where? Michigan. Michigan. Well, mm-hmm. welcome. Thank you. You just rolled into town. I did. And you're you're here to celebrate this uh, powwow this yes. weekend with the Mankato community. So thank you. Um, but you're here because you're a storyteller. And Dan said, you have to talk to Colin. He has got the stories. And we started <laughs> talking a little bit about tradition and um, the the legacy of storytelling and what it means to your particular community. But can we start with you a little bit and sure. t- tell me a little bit about your background, um, how okay, you, so, how your culture plays a part. So uh, for me, uh, I learned storytelling. I saw it for the very first time when I was 18 years old with my father. I never knew he, I heard all kinds of stories, mm-hmm. but I never knew he did traditional stories. Mm. And at that particular time in my life, I was looking for an avenue to help people understand how beautiful our culture is. And all we ever heard before that is all the negative stuff that happened to us. So I wanted to get away from there. And when I seen him telling stories, it was at the Field Museum in Chicago. And I was like, whoa, look at this. Okay. This is nice. This is something I'd like to check out. You know, so at that particular time in my life, I was involved in uh, a Native American uh, theater group, and this was just uh, just presented itself, and it was just that easy flow into storytelling. So when I had my first daughter, back then, forty some years ago, she uh, I went to her schools and started telling stories, mm. and from then on, it just went more and more into our communities, and then out to other folks, and now. Uh, well, over here, I used to go to a number of schools telling stories right. all year long. And the stories have specific meaning to them when you tell them. Um, I, I also come from a culture where a lot of stories were told to me uh, growing up, and it, it kind of helped shape how the kids behaved and what we believed in and things exactly. like that. So is it the same? for? It is the same. Okay. It, it, the stories were used exactly for that. Pr- I mean, don't get me wrong. We have... Just like our cultures, yeah. all kinds of stories. <laughs> right. But there were a number. There are a number of stories I wanted to that show people life doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to go through these stages in life. Okay. And those are the stories that I really choose to talk about and to tell. 
I don't just, I used to in the beginning just tell all kinds of crazy stories, but now it's very specific to stories that teach or to help people understand that we're all going to go through these changes. Right, okay. Let's talk a little bit about, um, before we get into some sure. of the stories and the reasonings, um, what is it like to to grow up with maybe not the most um, positive images of your culture in your face, right, sure. from society, and then to, uh, you said 18, you start learning and knowing. How yeah. do you make that shift into, uh, and how did that affect you? Well, I think everybody's different. And everybody comes to their shift in different times in their life. For me, I was 14, and I got to go to the first Native American youth conference ever held in the United States, Madison, Wisconsin, Mm. where I went as a kid, 14, you know, just like any other kid, 14, hormones are running crazy. (laughs) But on the last day, John Trudell gave a speech, gave a keynote speech, and it shook my world. I never knew that America was so cruel mm. for our people. Mm-hmm. And it changed my life. I wanted to do anything I could to help our people and the people around us understand how beautiful our culture was, is. Mm-hmm. So that changed me when I heard him talk. Um, I wanted to do so much. But as a uh, young person in those years, you know, you're talking in the 60s, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's not a lot, there wasn't a lot going on. Alcatraz Island, mm-hmm. which I went to, I'm very proud to say that, mm-hmm. with my brother and sister and others. <clears throat> and after that, I just started going to movements and takeovers and those kind of demonstrations to help our people, that we are people and we are living here and this is this our is land. This is our land, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's not the way the books teach it. Right. There is so many so much wrong going on in those history books. So story, when I seen the storytelling, it was like, this is beautiful. I can do this. It's a, it's a kind and gentle way to, yes, it is. to bring people along with you and to learn yes. as well. So when you decided to make that shift, I'm sure there's, sure. I mean, there's different ways that you could go. You could be real sure. angry, right? You yeah. could be, and maybe you have been in the past, yes. real angry. Well, you gotta um, go through it to you gotta go to to find the peace. Yes, you is it like a stage through. of grief? Yeah. I'm sure the anger yeah. the, uh, yes, of why. Yeah, um, and then you get to a place where um, sometimes I, I when I talk to people um, that are in that culture, sure. it is like it's so peaceful and so oh. loving. Yes, and that is something that we and even me at 50 years old did not get in my history books. No. and still <laughs> we you know what we struggle yeah. that with that today because. What, what are we supposed to believe? Yeah. Right? No, nope. no. Nope. It hurt. It hurt. Yeah. So when I made my change or when it started to come to, yes, I got angry. And yes, I mean, I went to the demonstrations and takeovers. So yeah, I was very angry. But after all that was said and done and all that knowledge that was in there from all the elders and other folks that I met during those years, it helped change my views to realize. My mama used to tell me, my mom told me, you know, uh, when I came back from that conference, I came back from that, and I was so angry. Mm. And, and I was sitting in our third-story apartment window looking downtown towards Chicago because that's where I lived, and I was crying. And uh, my mom came to me and said, well, what are you crying for? I said, Ma, I hate him, man. I hate him, Ma. Mm. She said, who do you hate? 
that's a powerful word. What are you talking about? I said, I can't stand it. I hate it, Ma. She goes, who are you talking about? I said, Ma, I can't stand it. She said, who? I said, white folks, look what they've done to us, Ma. Mm. Look what they've done to us. And they don't even realize it. She looked at me with her kind eyes, and she said, oh, baby, you're part white. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and she said that, you know, you have to understand and believe and love in everything that you are to be a complete human being. And it took me many years to make that understanding. But I love who I am and what I am. I do ride with the Indian side, but I do love my cultures. And I'm very proud of who I am. Mm. So there, there are, if you have the right people in your life, or even if they're passing through and give you a, some sort of message, if you're listening, you'll make that change a lot easier to go through, mm -hmm. coming out of that anger and to realizing that your anger can be changed into helping people instead of hurting. I think that, that those are so powerful, those words that you just spoke, especially in the climate and culture um, that continues today yes. in some areas. And whether you're talking about you know race relations or political relations or anything like that, if you break everything down and get to know the people, yes, it will change your views dramatically. Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I do. do too. If you're listening, if you're open-hearted enough and open-minded enough, to really understand, they're probably saying the same thing you are, just a little differently, mm -hmm. twists here and there, but it's in the ballpark, and you can come to some kind of agreement. We have the Mankato uh, 51st Annual Traditional powwow going on starting uh, tonight, Friday night, running through the weekend, grand entry tonight, 7 p.m., Saturday, 1 p.m., and 7 p.m., Sunday, 1 p.m. Our guest today, Colin saw who is a storyteller. How would I refer to you when in your role coming to the Wachipi? Is, are, are you, the, I mean, I, I know Dan said, is, is that, I'm, I'm is just that a the title? Guy. You know, I don't have a title. I'm but just I, I've a been, guy. I've been, I've been telling stories for ever since I was 18, ever since I heard it. Yeah. I've been telling stories. So I'm, I'm probably 50 years now. When somebody's listening to us right now and they're going to okay. come out this weekend, what will they see you doing? Me? Yeah. Uh, if I'm not standing there, I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> I will be telling stories. I do believe they have me in the tent, uh, telling stories every other hour, or something like that. I don't know know the schedule exactly, but that's what I'll be doing. Mm -hmm. That's what uh, they have asked me to do. And anything else, I. Um, gladly fill the shoes. Now, when you tell stories yes. they, uh, to, to bring people in, to make people understand, to make people feel the culture, yeah. what what are you speaking on? Does it depend on the age that's in front yeah. of you for the, for education day? Are you you're talking to younger or you know sixth graders versus a, a room of adults, or are there are there lessons that span everybody? I think there are lessons that span everybody. I don't believe there's a difference. I believe everybody can when they get a good story. If it's a good story, you'll understand. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? No matter what age you are. And I often, you know, people think of storytelling. Storytelling, oh, he's going to sit there and read it from a book. Right, or, no. You know, it, no, it's not like that, you know. Uh, yeah, tell way, us what it's like. The way I learned my stories, and, 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 and I, I'm being very honest about this. When I heard my dad tell stories, and I wanted to tell them, and I started to repeat them, my elders told me, you have to live these stories before you tell them. Oh. Because if you don't live them, then you don't really understand what you're talking about. So live them. A prime example is the story 
about the boy who cried wolf. Mm-hmm. It's not a traditional native story, but it's a story that brings out the meaning. Now, when somebody asks you, what do you know, or do, have you ever heard this story about the boy who cried wolf? Yes. What does it mean? Um, it means don't ask for help or, or if you don't need it. Because okay. when you do need it, people won't believe you. Okay. So my elders, and, and somebody else, only, it means lying. And I said, well, right. for me, my elders, I went, well, I, that's what I said. And they said, no, you're mm-hmm. not listening. Oh. Listen to the story. So I went back and I thought about it, I thought about it, and I came back and it was the same answer that I came up. No, you're not listening. You have to listen to the stories. So I finally came back one day and I said, well, what it means to me is how much fun it can be if I start to lie. Oh. Then it's telling me how hard it's going to be to stop lying because I'm having so much fun in lying. Mm-hmm. And finally, it's telling me how cold and lonely I'll be if I continue to lie. Mm. So that simple little story is telling you so much more, but people just right off the top of their heads take it for it. it's lying or it's it's about asking for help. Yeah, yeah. You know what Crying I mean? Crying wolf. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so much so that yep. it's, yeah, a metaphor. But it's so much more. Hmm. So that's why I go with my stories. Uh, the stories that I tell, I really like to explain them. And some people say, well, don't do that. And I said, no, that's the way I was taught. To give my explanation, give you an idea of what it may be in your mind, to give you some kind of feeling of what it's not just the story. There's so right. much more in it. And so when you tell these stories mm-hmm. to younger people, and they, they have to live and experience before they share them again? Okay. Is that Well, No. I'm just talking about if you want to be a storyteller. If you want to be a storyteller. You know okay. what I mean? And nowadays, there's so many different types of storytellers. Right. This is a, what we do is a traditional Native American storytelling, meaning that those, that knowledge, that, that story came from somewhere, and those people have been long gone. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, it's just either been rewritten or somebody remembered what their parent or grandparent or great-grandparent said, those kind of things, and passed it on. But otherwise... You know, it, it, it doesn't have the same feeling. So those stories got to come from way back. Okay. The stories that we tell come from way back. Now we tell them again, but we, I want to use today's situations mm-hmm. to help explain those stories in a better way for today's set. Okay. All right. We have about five minutes or okay. so left. Do you have... A story that you can share? For five minutes? About no. five minutes? No. Uh, I'm joking. <laughs> that was like a bad question. I should have asked that 10 minutes ago, right? <laughs> okay. So we'll, we'll see. Okay. That's okay. all I can promise you. <clears throat> you know, I've been thinking about this and, you know, I, I, the story I like to tell is about, uh, so a long time ago, there was a man, grandpa. He lived, uh, loved, he lived alone, but he was raising his grandson. And one day his grandson came in and he was just angry at the world yelling and slamming things around and just being a nuisance but never directing anything towards his grandpa but just being a nuisance you could tell he was and his grandpa watched him he could tell he was mad at something so he finally waited and then he asked him well i can tell you're mad what do you mean oh man my 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 friends just stabbed me in the back today they really hurt me i want to hurt them so bad and so much i just want to hurt them he said you know I know that feeling. You know, a long time ago I had that where my friends hurt me and I wanted to do the same thing. It's like giving them poison. But I know in the end it would be me that would be hurt. Mm -hmm. It's like there's two wolves. 
inside of me, battling all the time, all the time. They're constantly battling inside of me. One is a mean wolf. I mean, this guy will chop your head off in a second. He don't, he don't play with anything. The other one is kind and compassionate and understands things and wants to bring that out. So those two wolves are always going at it. And the grandson said, well, which wolf wins? And he looked at him and he said, well, it's, it's the one I feed. Do you, do you, do you, do you want to see your wolves? And the kid said, yeah. Go to your bed. Get in that bedroom and don't come out. You came in this house yelling and screaming around here like you got something going on. Get in your room. Don't come out until you settle down. And the kid got mad again, ran in his room, stormed in his room and shut the door. His grandpa waited a few seconds, a few minutes. Then he walked in the door and he said, uh, which, which wolf did you feed? Mm. The kid understood. So you have to make, you have to help people understand really what that means because a lot of people don't understand what right. those two wolves are they think oh today in today's world as in any time there are constantly things that you have to choose from right and wrong it's up to you to make those choices but people don't understand that when they hear stories they think this is a lesson this is, you know what i mean this is ain't no story this it's a story but it's a lesson right so that's what a long time ago, our people used to use these stories to help our people understand. And it could be young or old. Mm-hmm. Old people are the same way. Don't get, hey, I'm old and I make mistakes and I do things and still the same way. It doesn't matter how old or how young you are. From a good story, you can grab stuff from it. That's incredible. And you gave me chills. I love it when, when, when the guests will give me chills. Um, I understood it. Okay. I feel it. Also, uh, I, I think I said to somebody the other day, the grass is greener where you water it. And it's hey. kind of, you yeah. know, the Same wolf, thing. the wolf, yeah, yeah, yeah. feed the right wolf, <laughs> feed the right wolf. That's right. Perfect. Very Colin, good. we saw yes, the storyteller at the Makato 51st annual traditional powwow happening this weekend at Land of Memories Park. If you want to go check out the grand entries tonight, 7 p.m., Saturday 1 and 7 p.m. and Sunday 1 p.m. as well. For more information, makarawachipi.org. You can check out the show notes that I'm going to be posting underneath this interview on Talk of the Town over on KTOE on the podcast site or uh, the blog site as well. And thank you so much for making the trip in today to talk to our listeners a little bit and share your culture and share your stories. Uh, I know that we've opened eyes today and hearts, hopefully. And we look forward to seeing you at the powwow. Thank Thank you. you. Yes, ma'am.